0: We are one hour closer to that five o'clock whistle blowing, which means uh, we'll go to the uh, happy hour jukebox. Where are we going today? Uh, any thoughts?
2: Um, someone, someone should call us. Where do they yeah, want us to we go? go?
0: Yeah, it's a good what idea. Bar? What? We could go to the. Um, Is there a bar with like mom in the title or mothers? Um, mothers like that mother's used to be on Payne Avenue used, or something. Well, it
2: used to be a um a bagel place. No, that was Brothers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was mother Mother Tucker's. Mm. I worked there
3: Oh, at wow. the
2: Rosedale. That's not around anymore. If anyone has any bar that they want us to give a shout out to, give Rocco a buzz and we'll, we'll do that for when we go to our happy hour jukebox. But in the meantime, <gasps> breaking, breaking news. And guess um, our West Coast correspondent, you know, Lori's out in Seattle visiting her mother um, for Mother's Day weekend. And she sent me this at 7.53 this morning. Janet Jackson to set the record straight. With a bombshell, tell all, nothing off-limits, the source says. This. And this is an exclusive with OK Magazine. Now, Janet Jackson's, you know, we heard that the people that did Finding Brittany, the uh-huh. group, and it's a woman from the New York Times, is going to do um, that type of treatment to Janet Jackson, the 2004 um, Nipplegate at the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. And so... Um, She said that she's going to participate, or a source says this. um, The word is Janet wants to set the record straight, give one interview to address all the big mysteries that she keeps being asked about. Now, I'm going to tell you what these are. So she has, um, you know, she wants to talk about Michael. Yep. She wants to talk about her relationship with Michael. Yep. She wants to talk about the roller coaster relationship that she's had with her siblings after he died over his estate, Mm -hmm. over the children. She wants to talk about the nasty split from her first husband, James DeBarge, who later accused her of hiding a pregnancy from him. She wants to talk about her most recent ex, Wissam al Mana, who she continues to be in a bitter custody battle with. And she lives in London now, you know, and he lives in London. And that was her most recent guy that she was. I don't know that they ever got married. Okay. But she also will dish on past romances, some other things. And, of course, she wants to talk about...
0: um, Maeslax, roast beef sandwiches, (laughs) and all the cool Minneapolis places she hung out with. at. Yes. She, like, lived up here for a couple years. I know she
2: did. I know she did.
0: And supposedly, seriously, she loved the Maeslax garlic. Roasted beef sandwich.
2: Okay, that sounds so, so good. good right Maybe now. that's
0: where we should go for happy hour. We could go there. All right, let's go
2: there. And then, but here's what she says: um, She is not too happy about having the whole Nipplegate fiasco dredged up again. She's not excited about that, and she will not participate. But she wants to get her version out from her own lips, um, and she will likely go out of her way to voice her forgiveness towards Justin Timberlake Forty, who recently apologized.
3: For the way he handled the inc- incident, she believes he was s- sincere. Oh, in his notes app that mm-hmm. he screenshot and put them in one sentence. Yeah. Okay, all right. She's better than me. Um, as a lot of people are. Yes, that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we know, as we know, you know what? I there's a lot there I don't care about, but there's enough that I'm very interested. I
2: would love it if she did a little sit down. Yeah, I'd like to see her sit down with Oprah. She's so secretive. She's so secretive and so soft-spoken. Man, those people just for growing up in a family of ten kids, none of them spoke very loud. No, they didn't. I mean, hello.
0: Yeah, that last Instagram video she put out or whatever, she did seem a little. I mean, I know we're all wearing masks for COVID, but it seemed like she was kind of hiding and had big sunglasses and speaking very softly.
3: Yeah. Now give. Tell me if I'm right. Wasn't she the one that we didn't know she was pregnant until she had the baby? That was a big thing with her. Wasn't that? hmm She was able to We
2: her. Okay, here's
3: what we know. Tell me.
2: Well, I'm quiet. She has, you know, she wrote. She really, after that whole thing went down with the Super Bowl, CBS and Viacom yeah. Media really blackballed her. They, they sure they did. They really did. And she I mean I want her to talk about that. Yeah. I think that would be fascinating for her to participate and talk about it, but she doesn't seem like that type of person. But I do know the other side of it and she's come out and talked about her eating disorder and her weight issues because yeah. she is a she goes up and down and up and down and struggles with it. And um and I think that when she was pregnant, she just she was starting to date this gentleman who was a Muslim and mm-hmm. in his culture she became she started being more covered up for concerts. You know, Lori saw her during this period at Target Mm -hmm. Center, and um, I think it wasn't maybe so much that she was hiding her pregnancy as she was dressing completely different, which would hide
3: it. That makes sense. But she was probably hiding it. Well, hiding it a little bit. But you can't blame her, right? Like, she has been destroyed publicly by all sorts of publications, so I get get that. Absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. We all... Even me, even though I was very young and probably had nothing to do with it, we all owe her an apology about the Super Bowl thing. First off, everyone get over it. It's a boob. They're under our clothes. They're all there. It's fine. That showing it was not that big of a deal. Secondly, to attack the artist, that was just wild. It was It was Les Mumbas. He's an I- evil, icky man. We're moving
2: on to the We're next We're moving story. on. I, We're moving on. We are. Because I want to ask you this question. Jill Zarin mm-hmm. from New York Housewives. Who was on... Uh, Andy show. Yes, yesterday. she was it reveals was... whether she'd be friends with Brittany Frankel again. Bethany
3: Frankel. Yeah, her too. <laughs> uh, I was talking to Brittany. Yeah, no, I get that. And Bethany spelled in a very Brittany way. It is. It really is. I know. i I agree with you. Um. Yeah. I. I watched. Uh, okay. Her on and and Andy Cohen and. She revealed that the last time she talked to Bethany was at her husband's funeral. Funeral, you know, right. her dear so Bobby. That was surprising though because Bethany acted really affected by that. And I thought maybe their friendship would be back on track. And to hear that was a little disappointing. But yeah. I think Bethany is the type that she's on her grind and what she sees is what she does. She doesn't yeah. reach out to people. I think she's, I don't think she, maybe it is malicious, but I think that she will always be chasing that all Holy dollar. They're never going to be friends. No,
2: I don't think... Basically, they're never going to be friends again, and we don't have to worry about it.
3: And I don't think Bethany can be friends with anybody who's not in her workplace because that's her obsession right now is making money have you
2: watched her new show of on course hbo On the HBO one of is it any course. good i've heard it's from people terrible. it's terrible but i've I, heard it's terrible but i'll watch every episode a publicist wants us to have someone on our show who's on it right now it's terrible that's what i thought i it's, don't even want to watch
3: it she and, and the thing is it's just, it's just she's not good no she she's not a good host no, and and in this there, but needs, she's to more, there needs to be My more. There needs to be more producers in this. Yeah. to Get their hands on it. It's very loose form. She can fire or keep people around or whatever as much as you want. It just feels all. It feels chaotic. Makes me anxious. And I, right, watch, that, it, and I I'm watch it. Thank you. I'm never going to watch it. And welcome. now the last
2: thing I need to ask you: mm-hmm. What did you
3: think this week about New York Housewives? I oh, I have a lot of thoughts. I thought that let's have one, Sonia, <laughs> sure. Sonia mentioning about her multicultural fish was the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. Lo- I wanted to pull my own skin. But that's how far behind a lot of these women are mm-hmm. is the things they say. You just get a glimpse and you go, oh, wow. Right. What about her tucking
2: in the, the price tag on her outfit and saying, oh, I never take these off. And she has a
3: clothing line, but she always does that. She's been infamous. She had a swimming suit she wore on a vacation for Real Housewives in New York that she didn't want to take the tags off because she will return. I'm so disgusted by that. I know. Well, I feel like the more we get to know Sonia, Luann, and Ramona, the more we got to go. Ooh.
2: Well, I will say this: I feel Lori and I talked about it. The thing with Sonia that she just keeps on the hamster wheel; she never progresses. It makes me sad for
3: her. It's it's definitely it's. I'm sure there's a name for the syndrome because there has to be Um, I'm stuck, stuck in one place. The only ones I like right now, Ebony, who's a newscast member, and then Leah, who I love. And they have an organic, real friendship. The Other ones, it's like it's time for them to get off the hand. And I love them in the way that like they've been around. And I I hate when they switch up the whole cast members. But I'm ready. I I I think I'm I'm ready ready with New York. I am Um, too. I'm yeah. too. I
2: need—I even miss her All right, we got to take a mm. quick break and when we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. Okay. You know, I saw this story the other day. Oh, I didn't noticed story. that. You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen
0: if... And now, Julia's Random Thoughts.
2: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so here is the deal. If you want to um, look back 56 years ago today, <gasps> in 1964,
3: Five. old 65.
2: Keith um, Richards fell asleep in the early hours of the morning <laughs> Okay. from the Rolling Stones improvising yep. on a new guitar in his hotel room in Clearwater, Florida. All right. And um, when he woke up, he couldn't remember what he played or the riff, but he noticed a tape recorder he'd left running, and he played back the opening for what song, Wacko? Mm
0: can't get no satisfaction
2: yes ding 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 ding. ding. you (laughs) know what this reminds me of when you fell asleep last
3: night and invented um a rocket the (laughs) book that you made me read that's so good the invisible life of addie Addie larue does this feel like she had her thing yes she does there you go you're welcome that was a good book thank you yes Mm -hmm. it was good actually that was you guys always recommend good books but yeah all right Give All me right. another rando. All right, here's another
0: rando. Did you, did, were we talking on this show about how you can't always get what you want was inspired like in Excelsior? Yes, yes,
2: yes, 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 okay, yes, 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 yes.
0: Okay, I'm not making that up.
2: Okay. Go and ahead. you really can't. Excelsior! And you gotta just accept <laughs> it and go with it. You can't. Because it's, it's okay. It's okay because you get what you need, right? You can Look, you get what you need. I still love that song. The yeah. beginning of that song. I saw her today at the reception. <laughs> that is a great song. <laughs> I'm so grateful the sun is shining. Even though we're in the is middle it gonna of going to be a good frost. weekend. I haven't even looked. It is. is it's it not really? supposed to rain. I thought it wasn't that warm, though. This it, well, it doesn't matter. It's not going to rain. It's not going to rain. And we're going to have sunshine.
0: We're going to celebrate mom. We
2: are. My kids and I, we're going to the St. Saint Paul Saints game. That's on super
0: Sunday. fun. The I'm, Saints are my Favorite. I love that
3: stadium. Mike Vec is a god for It's gonna be a all. whole
0: different vibe there because now it's the twins fun team.
3: I know. We're gonna I see know. I'm I'm super excited you about can, it. The the talent you get to see that close is wild. And I by talent I do mean the pigs. Oh my <laughs> god. The actual pigs that I've actually got to feed before.
0: You can feed a pig (laughs) at a
3: Saints game? She's an an, animal farm junkie. No, I'm kind of a big deal. I mean, me and Mike Beck, he once wrote me a thank you card. All right, tell us what you did. I mean, I just, I gave him socks once. He let me run as a mascot in one of the races. And so I gave him a thank you card. I mean, I gave him socks and he gave me a thank
2: you card. I love him. I love Mike Beck. He was in studio with us so many years ago. His energy is fantastic. Is fantastic. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Okay, so I have to ask you guys something, because I try as much as possible, but we all can't do it all the time. Actually, I don't. I, <laughs> I, I'm I i on that damn internet, and I shop at Macy's. Love. I shop some other places. I do it all. Comes time to check out. I change my mind and just forget about it. Yeah, yeah. And I figure out when I open my computer next time, hopefully it'll be there. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But on average, yeah. they said... And and tell me if you guys think this is right. I don't have the rest of the story, but they kind of said last year we've left over 5,000 items in our outboxes, in our baskets. Oh,
3: I believe that. There's a lot of stores that'll email you saying, hey, you You forgot something. Yeah, you didn't. uh, Yeah, you forgot. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, do you guys do
2: that? Do you just kind of fantasy shop? They call it fantasy shopping. I mean, it sounds naughtier than it is, but right. I. Yeah, absolutely I do that. I was doing that today. Hopefully not with me, because sometimes I look over and Lori's on a shoe site and so am I. <laughs> I and I like, I'm like, this is really an inappropriate time to trying to be... I mean, But it's I, also research for the show. Right, Shoot right. It, it does happen that Shoot way. Do that. Okay, Rocco, do you do that? And you just kind of fantasy I'm shop. Not as,
0: I'm not as... I, I have other fantasy clicking on the internet. <laughs> All right, is, shopping. Isn't the Shoe one. shopping? No, shopping
2: isn't the one. No. Okay, thirty four years ago today in nineteen eighty seven, <laughs> who fell asleep? No, Shelley Long. <laughs> yeah, it was her final
3: episode on Cheers. Did you watch Cheers? Only like after I've seen it on you know Nick at oh, Night. Right, and you guys I are it, too young. Yeah.
0: No, I watched it, and when I went to St. Thomas. It, People were just religious about it. Spare the pun, but right. you know, like at tenth when they would show it after the eleven, the Channel Eleven news. Mm-hmm.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so
0: the fun never ends.
4: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Everybody on campus would drop what they were doing and watch the 1035 episode oh. of Cheers. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's I a thing. I
2: loved it. I yeah. loved it. You know, on every day, you know, there's always today's this day, today's that day, blah, blah, blah. Well, today um, is No Pants Day. (gasps) I'm not wearing pants. I know you aren't. You're wearing a dress. And I was impressed, but it really doesn't have to do anything with women at all. Oh. And (laughs) um, what the University of Texas, they said that um, the first instance of National No Pants Day was said to have started in Austin, Texas. During the 80s, a club at the University of Texas named Knighthood of Buhh wanted to celebrate freedom from conforming to society and, and at the end of a semester mm-hmm. after finishing their finals they pulled their pants down and walked around in their undergarments although this began as a began as a college prank the tradition in, continued until 2000 when states throughout the united states and other countries such as canada, britain, australia started catching on to the same wanted to participate as well has anyone ever participated knowingly And knowingly on this day in National Pants Day,
3: no, you're right. Uh, It's not for us.
2: It isn't for us. So it isn't for us. Now I want to know if you guys are for. (laughs) Wait, (laughs) we're going stopping. We
3: are stopping. If you knew it was No Pants Day, what underwear? Would you wear? Would you go for cute? Would you go for coverage? Tell me. I'd wear. I'd wear a boxer brief. Me too. Pair
2: like my Christmas ones and my Valentine's ones. You know, I've got or my St. Patty ones.
3: Cotton, funny ones that I got at Target. I'd wear a boxer brief. I'd probably end up secretly wearing like just very short shorts underneath. Rocco, go.
0: Um, I bought some cool boxer briefs in uh Paris a couple years ago that have Mm. like little pictures of pharmaceutical drugs on them. Ooh la la.
2: Very nice. Yeah. All right, good
3: to know. Yeah, now we can move All right, on. thank you
2: for asking. Kay. Now, um, this is something, Brittany, I want to know if you're going to take place in because you are a social media girl. Okay. Um, This new trend of taking a picture of your stomach. Never. Before... And then after you eat.
3: It's actually really huge on TikTok. I know Especially because, like, intermittent fasting, you really notice the difference. You do. But you have to, like, you have to do it in a way where you go, like, and now, I don't know, like, I want food, it's good for me, whatever, right. because I can really mess you. Would I ever do this? No. It's Never. a little cringy for me. It's not Never. really. For me, it's just dog videos. I just post about dog videos after, or right. like something fail-wise. So. Right. But seriously. I couldn't. I, I'm not. I, I take a picture
2: of my mouth. You know, full. Here's my mouth with no food in it. I and almost and
3: here it is with food in it. I almost <laughs> did on our YouTube channel. <laughs> I was eating my salad just now. Professionals, welcome back Please to the Lori and Julia Show, fans. Die. Lori and Julia, Brittany taking over today because Julia. Did she go give a me? Snack. No, she said she give me a chance. You were here the whole oh. time.
0: I wasn't talking just because I wanted to hear Merle Haggard.
3: Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. We weren't stalling
2: at all. I just went and got a snack. Yeah. Apparently, we have a show to do. Okay. Apparently. So we, we are so delighted. We have Jesse Bishop on with us, who's the director of. The Minneapolis-St. Um, Paul International Film Fest, the longest-running film festival in the U.S. of A. It's the 40th annual. Hey, Jesse.
4: Hey, how are you guys? So Thanks good. for having me.
2: So good. How do you know Rocco?
4: Uh, we go way back. The old throwing, throwing balls down lanes and throwing balls in the sand with the uh, well, that's right. A little bocce, a we little bowling. We
0: were bowling We were, we were both uh, bowling <laughs> uh, teammates and bocce teammates. And then we... Uh, both started having kids, and then, and then we haven't seen each other in years. Oh, that's so, so hi, Jesse. That's so fun. Hey, Rocco. <laughs> All right,
2: so Jesse, tell us um, about the film festival, and it's it's called MSpiff. Is that how we call yeah, it? Yeah,
4: MSpiff. That's A- how we shorten it up. Okay, yeah, MSpiff. Yeah, A- and it's kicking off next week. It runs May 13th to the 23rd, um, and uh, because it's because of the you know the nature of the world we're living in, we're we're doing it virtual primarily. But we also want to see each other's faces. And we know watching movies together on the big screen is important to people. So we're doing some outdoor screenings as well over the course of the festival.
2: Okay, so what is the, you know, um, what is the big, big movie that you're like or the couple of the big, big movies that you're so excited to share with the people in Twin Cities?
4: Yeah, I guess I, I have to start with the opening film on May 13th. It's called Summer of Soul or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised. It's a new documentary by Questlove, um, and it, it features uh, um, the same year that Woodstock happened, 1969. There was also a music festival in Harlem um, called the Harlem Cultural Festival. And it had the biggest acts of the day from R and B, soul, and and jazz and blues, like BB B. King and Sly and the Family Stone, right. Nina Simone, Stevie Wonder does this amazing drum solo. And so this footage was, uh, they shot the they they filmed it and then it was lost. You know, it was it was tucked away in a basement and oh, then really? like, Love got his hands on the material. Yeah.
2: And we saw we saw an ad for this because Questlove was the DJ during the Oscars and they did a preview. The trailer aired during, you know, um, the Oscars. Was it as big? Was it as well attended as Woodstock? Was it like crazy big like that?
4: It was really big, yeah, and and you know the audience was primarily from from the area, from Harlem, right? Um, you know, so and and uh, the film really captures the audience. Actually, you know, you get to see the you know what they're wearing, and, and it it just really soaks in that time. So it's kind of a, it is a, literally a time capsule, but it also reminds us of you know um, this great concert that we've never even heard of, and now and now thankfully we will.
2: I love that. I love that. Will this be outside then? Is this one of the things that's going to be airing at the Como Lakeside Pavilion?
4: That's right. Yep. On Thursday night, we'll we'll do this one live. Um, and it's going to actually be one of the first times it gets shown, you know, with an audience. Because it premiered at uh, the Sundance Film Festival in the winter. And that was completely virtual. Right. And it, it did win. It won the audience award there and some jury prize. Um, and so we're one of the first. I think there might be another festival um you know, this month too. That's also showing it outside, so it's kind of a thrilling thing for us.
2: That is because it doesn't even come out till like June or something. I think I that's saw right. somewhere. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's- July, July. That's and, a big hit.
4: And then, in folks, if you're not able to, you know, come on down to Como, um, it's going to be virtually as well. Like um, all of the films in the festival actually will be available um, to watch virtually through our website.
2: Okay, it, I have another question. So, if I wanted to go see this on Thursday the fourteenth at the Como Pavilion, will there be seating?
4: Yeah, there's seating. So we're we're um, grouping everything into twos and fours. We've okay. got like benches of two, uh, tables of two, and tables of four. So you know you can come with a friend, but we're selling them together. You know to be mindful of um, all the COVID and everything yes, that's going yes. on and and everything's you know distance out and all and all that, but um, uh, it is outdoors, so we're happy about that. You know, we really considered going back into the theater and just thought this was kind of a good, happy medium. And I, I
2: know, think that's May. cool. Everyone
4: wants to get outside.
2: What's the what's the um, the audience limit? Because people are going to probably want to get on this.
4: Yeah, you, sh- you probably should. Uh, you know, it's a couple hundred.
2: Okay. So it's, oh it's, wow. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay.
0: And I was looking, Jesse. Um, if you if you wanted to go, that's what Thursday. The next Thursday night? Yeah. But if you yeah, wanted to show. watch it at home, you really, on that particular one, you only have like a three day window to do so.
4: That's right. 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah. But other
0: so. ones, I'm looking at, um, you have longer.
4: Yeah. The majority of the festival is going to be available to watch online from May 14th through the 23rd. Um, there's a few exceptions in there here and there, but the majority of the movies you could just stream at your leisure. Uh, um, you know, they, they, they do have the possibility of selling out. It's still very similar to a film festival in a theater. We've got caps on things, but, okay. um, you know, get your tickets early, I guess, is what we say. But um, um, but there's a lot of movies to go around, there's and there's something for everyone.
2: Okay, to talk, like to talk to us about the clock, because I think a lot of people from Minnesota oh, yeah. will want to see this.
4: Yeah, yeah, this is great. It's a um, profile of Baron Von Roschke, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the famous villain, the famous heel, um, from the AWA, um, the American Wrestling Association, which was founded here in Minnesota in the early '60s and ran through the early '90s, and um, Jim Rashke is the the performer who is the Baron, and this uh, um, is a great local, locally made documentary by Carl um, um, Rashke, um, Jim's son, as well as um, director Philip Harder, who's. Very known in in uh, the filmmaking circles, he makes a lot of music videos and 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 feature films now as well. Um, so he, that's another one that's going to be outdoors at Como
0: mm-hmm. um,
4: on Friday the the fifth, the Friday the fourteenth, and and also online. So and the Baron's going to be there. Which oh really? Lady
0: Claw. Yeah,
2: oh Rocco, yeah. I can see you taking I'm, your son to I,
0: that. Yeah, uh, uh we've already, uh, some friends uh, and I've already talked about going to check that one out. Now, I know there's that cool little restaurant at the pavilion. Is that going to be open during these uh for for yeah, and yeah. beers and all that too?
4: Absolutely. Yeah, oh. get your get your drink, get your little grub and and settle in. But, totally you fun. know, bring a coat, bring 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 a coat, bring a little pad to sit on, you know. Right. You're outdoors, but but uh It's covered, so we're going to do it rain or shine.
0: Now, the cool thing, I was talking to Jesse before, um, because we always have this talk about how do I get things from my computer to my TV? Um, And Jesse was saying there's going to be a Roku and Apple TV app specifically to this film fest. So if you buy a show, uh, you should be able to just fire it right to your TV. Um, But I'm also assuming, Jesse, you could, if you buy it, you can airplay it from your device to your TV or. Yeah, casting. you can do that
4: too. Yep, you, you'll be able to watch it, you know, on your computer, of course, and then you can cast it or, or, however you prefer. But yeah, if you if you go to the Roku store or the Apple TV store and search for MSP Film or MSPF, it'll come up, and, and you download that. And once you buy a ticket, there it'll give you a little code, and you just enter that code and oh, enjoy. On your there's big
2: some really good movies here. Hollywood Fringe, um, starring yeah. Justin. Tell us a little bit about that one because that's another one opening yeah, weekend. Fr-
4: it's got a great um, um, Minnesota angle to it, too. Um, the filmmakers, Megan Huber and Wyatt McDill, are um, originally from here, but they live in L.A. And, you know, it's a movie, it's a comedy about um, a filmmaking couple that has not broken into Hollywood. And um, uh, the the main character, she decides to put on a fringe play. I mean, this is a very, very funny and interesting film, the way they put right. it together. And it, it's better to, to not really reveal it for okay, you and your okay. audience, but, but um, yeah, Justin Kirk is in it and he's wonderful. And I just found out that he's actually from here. He is originally. He's been in studio.
2: He's been in studio with us, Jesse. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. He was in Weeds back in the day, but before that he was in some movie that he was traveling through town. and He came in studio. He was super fun. He's a great guy, but yeah. that sounds like a fun movie. So to find out about what's happening at the festival, give us your website, please
4: yeah mspfilm dot org and so you
2: can sign up is there is there like a flat pass you could buy to if you really want to go super
4: yeah yeah there is an all access virtual pass that like you know gets you gets you everything um and and then individually you can just sort of sign up for whatever you want whatever fits your schedule and your and your interest
2: yeah in the other one that I like you know I see will Steger's um, after Antarctica.
4: Yeah, that's a really fascinating film. I mean, Will Steger is such a huge icon, um, you know, in the, in environmental circles and, and Minnesota in general. Um, that's going to be our closing presentation and that will be a drive-in screening, um, at Bohemian Flats, uh, Park in Minneapolis, Boho, as we like to call it. So that's right down on the river, um, next to the University of Minnesota and, um, Will, Will Steger is going to be there, and and you know it's a profile of his life. He's a polar explorer, right? Um, who witnessed he's witnessed you know global warming over the years, and and um, and this really shows you know his work and his legacy. He's a great
0: guy.
4: He and, is a great guy. And
0: there's another drive-in uh, for this Riders of the Purple Sage. What's that one about?
4: Yeah, that's oh, that is just a fascinating film about the staging of the Riders of the Purple Sage, the, Z- the Zane Grey novel. Um, it's, uh, but it really it's a movie about the making of an opera and the creative process, like all the things that go into it. And for me, like personally, I have to be honest. I shouldn't say this, but I don't know much about the opera. Well, I'm does? not the biggest fan. <laughs> who
2: does? <laughs> right, right. Pussy pianist. But this
4: is this is such a good entry point into it right? into the world. Just like how to even pull it off. It's it's really thrilling and and deserves to be on a big screen. So we thought that would be an, a, a great one on.
2: Oh gosh! Okay. And this Rita Moreno documentary is supposed to be fantastic. And then the dry oh. with Eric Bana looks fantastic. We posted a couple of these on the Lori and Julia Show page today. It sounds like you guys really have some wonderful movies that people can see ahead of time and take advantage of it. Um, and what yeah, a, I, what a great success for you guys!
4: Thanks so much. I I really appreciate that. And and like we say, there really is something for everyone. There's a family friendly program out there called next wave. And, you know, I know what people are, um, you know, trying to find what, what can they watch with their kids? So, you know, grab one of these and sit down and watch it together and eat some popcorn.
2: I'm, I can, well, we can't wait to go to the movie theaters too. Yeah. We're, we're all looking forward to that, but thank you so much, Jesse. Um, And it's nice to chat with you. And the film festival kicks off next Thursday. But again, there's limited seating for the Como Pavilion for next week. And it's supposed to be warmer next week. And by the way, I've already looked at the weather. And um, there's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And if the seating's limited to 200, those are going to go quick. And that would just be such, that's a beautiful spot.
4: It really is. Yeah, we're so thrilled to be out there.
2: I love it. Well, thanks for your time today and happy Friday.
4: Thank you. Happy Friday to you all.
0: Yeah, Good good to talk to you, Jesse. We'll talk to you soon. Of course.
2: Good luck. Now, Rocco, here's what I did is my kid told me, you just take your USB cord from your TV and you plug it into your computer and it plays right automatic.
0: Yeah, you can probably you know do that. that. I do a lot of, I'm, you know, I get, chords kind of scare me a little bit. I do a lot of either air playing from an iPad or else uh, Chrome casting from an Android device. Right? Wow! But yeah, this sounds super cool. Look for the MSP uh, film app on your Roku or on your Apple store and, you know, I'll talk you through it.
2: And really, really though, that that summer of soul, it's not... Opening, it's supposed to be a huge deal. No one's going to see it till July. To so to be able to get in, yeah, on that, that won one.
0: the big prize at Sundance. It did. That's, and Questlove is super, so excited. to I know. Show it to everybody. I know
2: so. it. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's time for some Hollywood speak.
4: So, what are you
2: trying to say?
3: Hollywood, Hollywood speak.
1: What is the meaning of this?
2: All right, here's a couple (laughs) little things for you today.
3: We're Um, so good at this, by the way. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Kylie
2: Jenner has revealed she exercises not once, but twice a day to get to keep her hourglass curves. She just got surgery, or she's about to get surgery?
3: I'm telling you, I have to bring out the claws because we're bad at Hollywood speed. No, so I'm going to do it.
2: But wow. if, when you can do two-a-days, I have a friend who does two-a-days. Yeah, yeah. And I I remember when my kids were in football or something and they had to do two-a-days.
3: Yeah. I
2: mean, that's kind of a fun lifestyle. If you have time to do two-a-days, like if I had my way, I'd play pickleball in the morning and tennis at night. I mean, a days Here's the problem. Days.
3: The times I have had time to do two-a-days... There was like a mass depression hovering over me. Sure, you know, like during that you quarantine, you didn't even want to move. No, so it was right. like when I did have time. It's like you always, what you don't know, you don't know, right? You don't know that you're going to eventually be busy, and so you right. pan, and so. It's funny because the times I've had that where I'm like I should you know whatever no it never works out nicely.
2: No, Rocco, do you do two a days?
0: Uh, two what?
2: Workouts two a days.
0: Um, you know what
2: we're talking about? We're not talking about eating.
0: Uh, no, I. (laughs) We're not talking about masturbation. Uh, okay. (laughs)
2: Which is a workout in itself. I know. Can two a days would be aggressive, but it's on the weekends. Why not? (laughs) Fine. (laughs) It depends. I'll turn my
0: mic off again. Go ahead.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fine.
0: Okay. Um, no. I need a little bit more exercise in my life. I'm what probably gonna start do? biking. I'm gonna probably start biking to work whenever possible.
3: Oh, there you go. All That's right. That's gonna be my exercise. That's hard though, because you can't go fast because you'll be so sweaty. Oh, when I cares? bike to things no. Who cares you, you, here? Because like I'm telling you, if I when I bike I like to get to the destination in mm, as fast Lightly as I can. Sweet. Yeah. And so I've had experiences where I'm like, I'm gonna bike to work or bike or whatever, and I get there and you can't stop sweating. Like it's not like it's one thing if you got sweaty, you changed whatever, right? But it's that that sweat where it just keeps coming. You're it like, just keeps coming. Stop, stop sweating,
2: body, stop it. Now the other thing is Kim Kardashian hits the gym, and she went to the gym, and if. This just makes me laugh, okay? Because she's holding on those exercise rings like you would if you were a gymnast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you pull yourself up. But what she is wearing is what looks like a bikini, but it's attached with a hook from the bottom to the top. So it's a bikini. It's a bikini. It's like a
3: wrestling onesie. It's like
2: a wrestling onesie with room for your entire tummy and your entire butt to stick out. Is this one of hers? Um, let's see. I don't know. I don't know that it's her. It's not hers, but she wants everyone to know that she's exercising. It's a Monkini with, with stretch. It's a stretch velvet bodysuit. Yes, it is hers. <laughs> Bloody hell. Of course it's hers. It's $78. Now, I just don't know. All right. So the Hollywood speak is. It's hers. When a monkinni would be used as a Spanx material. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what. Outfit you're wearing that you need this exact look for, but actually what
0: you if, need it, it now? if it
2: had no you know if it had if it had like a snap crotch or something, you could use it mm-hmm. you know. So you're. It could be a bad posing suit.
3: Ah, you know what I'm saying? See these. Because it's kind of
2: got a push-up bra
3: thing going on. For me, since I'm very long, anything that's attached from oh, my, it, it probably just runs straight up your crack. Oh my god, my my yeah. crotch just eats it. Yeah. It just eats. Not it. Literally. It's gone. It's not no, like it literally. A it literally eats it. Rest in peace, onesie. Um, good for her. Is she still trying to be a lawyer? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so stupid.
3: <laughs> By the way, I don't think I've ever heard someone say my crotch just eats material just <laughs> gone. It's gone. Rest in peace. Have
2: you guys? Have you ever water skied in a bikini or something and the suit goes straight up your <laughs> oh, bottom and oh, you feel yes. like
3: someone just split you in half when you fall? Or, yeah, or, oh you know, my gosh. when you're with your family and you're wearing like a two piece and you fall off the tube and you're just casually trying to put your <laughs> suit back on. It's like a lot of weird things you just shouldn't be doing around people. First off, I do think water skiing is the most overrated activity. I get up there and I'm just cold and I want to get down and okay. I don't know how to get down.
0: That's when you got to learn to do tricks and stuff. Oh,
3: okay. That's the problem, That is the
2: funniest thing. I, I don't think that I've ever heard that before, but I remember growing up and we weren't wealthy. Yeah. And so my friends who had a cabin with a boat... I thought, how could, why can't I be in that
3: family? Because that is so much fun. My parents, my mom and my stepdad, we had, you know, a boat that would you could water ski mm-hmm. on. And so because of it, everyone had to go. And I don't know what it was that, like, you have to water ski. And I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. I hated everything about it. Everyone's staring at you. Standing up in your swimming suit as a teenager is terrible. Being cold is terrible. All I, of thought, I I just thought it was, like, luxurious to be able to do it. <laughs> no,
0: it's garbage. Thought, no,
2: isn't it? That, that's just kind of funny. But it, it the exhilaration, though, when you get a good slalom in. I wouldn't know. Oh, I wouldn't. Know. The slalom. A, if
0: you, you know, half the battle is getting up. And then once you're up, you're like, okay, now what do I do?
3: We had seven oh, no. kids in our family. Nobody, My mom would be like, drop a ski. I'm like, get me down from here. Oh, see,
2: I learned on one. Okay. They only had one on a, on, <laughs> on a jet boat in California at my cousin's. Okay. They went around like 27 times before I even got up out of the water. And I'm like, stop the insanity. No, Did you
0: jump any sharks when you are out there in California? Because I heard that's the thing to do on water skis. <laughs> That'd be People cool. People from the Midwest we had love a fire. doing that.
2: We actually had a fire on the boat. Oh, really? my and goodness. On the jet boat.
3: That's actually, as fire goes,
2: not a bad place no, to have cause it. No, because we could jump in the water, but we had a fire on it. It took all day to teach me
3: how to ski, and then I always knew. My mom, God bless Beverly's heart. She was a fire. Is that ed- your mama? Yes, Beverly, and she's a Phi-ed teacher. She listens all the time, so Beverly, I'm sorry. She's a Phi-ed teacher. She never let us give up, and I hated her for it. Oh, yeah. Like, Brittany, come on. We'll do it 40 more times. Brittany, just when you when you serve the volleyball, do it. No, Mom. Sometimes it's, you just, it's, I want to fail and I want to fail fast. Get me on this boat where the Doritos are. Like, it was torture. Well, Mm -hmm. we,
2: we had our little
3: kids, our boys learned like really young
2: and they learned behind an old, um, like an old hunting motor. I think it was like a 20 horsepower. It was for fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and my, I have this picture of my little kid, um, just hopping off the dock. I'd say, and we tried off the dock and then we didn't. And so I'd stand in the water and just stand behind him and i would try to ski around him but that motor can pull us yeah and i just hold him and he just went and then they just popped up and went forever put, but tubing came in when my kids, was pretty and tubing took over and i'm like they never get tired i know and i like, we sit around the lake for hours and hours trying to get them tired and so my rule was you have to water ski
3: first oh my god i hate you
2: i was mean i'm like you have to at least do something before i drag you around on a chair and on top of water for I mean,
3: four hours. I mean, yeah, I, lo- we I love. We love. I mean, to I was win.
2: like, we're I we're want trying him to, to wear them Yeah,
3: you're like somebody with a dog, where you're like, I mean, you have to get them to a right, place of tiredness. At right, we're now. gonna run two miles, and then we'll do whatever you
0: want.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, there we Hollywood speak. We for Hollywood nothing. spoke hard. But I love it about what you would do in a Kim Kardashian onesie. Yeah, I would. It would be gone. <laughs> I just it's 5'10". It's the gone. thing. It's gone. All right, when we come back, we're going to a little hot spot to have a little happy jukebox happy hour.
4: A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
1: Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar,